0: so exploring. as we're still in the infancy of this um do you like the the standard introduction uh, where you know you say hello and introduce the episode yeah
1: i mean i don't really have i don't have a problem with it, unless you have having a better idea or something
0: there's one i listen to it's a matt and shane secret podcast and like just in the beginning they're just like we're doing this and then they just immediately go they don't say the name of the podcast ever <laughs> like, it's it's legit a cool way to start but that but also that's that it's somebody's first time you know yeah like you know nobody starts from episode 1 they pick up as you go along so an introduction like but i also listen to like another podcast and he's like hello folks every time so yeah, I mean,
1: it's 50-50. It's one of those you make a choice and you stick with it, and like that becomes like that podcast is known for having like an intro like that or something like that. Yeah.
0: I listened to another one. They do highlights before the episode of what you're about to listen to. I, I fast-forward oh, okay. to it every time. They're just like, in this week's episode, and then they take clips from the episode and put it before the podcast.
1: That's interesting. I mean if there's a really good funny moment I can see I can see doing that for sure. If there's like just that really, really good funny moment or just out of context that just really weird and I guess that could be a hook of what what why did that come
0: up? Yeah. There was one on our last episode. I may just leave this in the episode we may have just started. (laughs) If I do, this is the Do You Work Here podcast. (laughs) Episode two. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't know if I thought I didn't know if you had a preference or thoughts or. Uh, no, I'm I'm
1: good either way, either or. I mean, either starting off stating the name of the podcast and this and that, yada yada, or just going straight into it. I mean, I mean, we can play around with it, see which one feels better afterwards as well. Yeah,
0: there wasn't there was a moment I can't remember it though. So again, with the retention in our last podcast, dude, I was listening to it and I was cracking up. <laughs> I think I texted you it. I can't, but I I was like legit laughing while editing.
1: Oh, that's right! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about the, the the Asian people just eating at Asian restaurants. Oh
1: yes, and then and I, was saying, I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's like somebody yelling at you, Be like, hey, you're Mexican, can I get more <laughs> chips? <laughs> yes.
1: Proper response, obviously, should be like, oh, yeah, let me go in the back real quick. Go in the back, and they're like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, I don't know.
0: You're like, I work well, here, son. Look at the owner and be like, apparently I work here now. Yeah. <laughs> let me drag my balls across this guy's chips. <laughs> he gets the full taint. All right, all right. Uh, so, so, before we dive in, do you have yeah. anything Anything you want to get started with? Uh
1: actually just curious about um what's going on with the uh the new interview that you had you want to start off with that oh.
0: yeah um so for those of you just tuning in i work uh retail in a frontline establishment um and i have for 18 years i'm trying to get out and honestly i got i was trying to get on at the va and i saw this sweet gig and i checked all the boxes man and i started calling people and turns out i have some connections at the va at least so that people could know my name whether they could get me hired or not get a name in there yeah yeah and it was it was one of those moments where like you know that relief like when you're so stressed out and you get that moment of relief and you're just like i think this is finally it you know like i think (laughs) i think everything is about to start going my way I had that relief. And so I'm online. I beef up the resume. I beef up the cover letter. And I go to apply. And it was like, apply on follow the directions on the right. And I go over there and it was like, this is for internal candidates only. And it was just oh. like, yeah.
1: Oh. So just confirm for uh, the terminology, internal candidate, that means someone that's already working there. Correct. Correct. Okay.
0: Yes. A, yeah. A, that's... A, a, a VR or VR <laughs> a VA employee only. Uh, that is a straight kick to the balls, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you saw me deflate like a balloon <laughs> and my wife hopped on hopped online. We she got on Indeed and uh, I'm trying to get into HR and googled or I got on Indeed and searched um jobs in our area and this one manufacturing job came up and it <sighs> It's a senior position, so I was like, there is no way. Um, but I sent in an application, and, um, or my resume. Fucking Christ. Um, I sent in my resume, and uh, I got an email, and they were like, hey, congratulations, you've been selected in the next step of the process. It's a recorded interview. And I was like, that's, that's typically you hear virtual interview? Yeah. So I was like, that's weird that they said recorded. Recorded, yeah. So I get an email from a website, and they have a link, and they, you click on it, and it, go, it talks you through the, hot, the process. <laughs> so there are eight recorded questions, and it's the same question for everybody, and you have, after the question's asked, you have 30 seconds to think of your answer, and then you can record up to three minutes. You can stop it at any point when you say, I'm done answering, or it will cut you off in three minutes. You get three takes per question. I thought it was a one and done. <laughs> so, like the first one is a uh, the first one was um, why should we select you? I think I don't know.
1: But that that's, that sounds like a t- typical question to be yeah. asked at an interview, recorded or not. And,
0: yeah, that might have been the last one. I think the first question was why do you want to work here? And that's such a weird like. Cause I need it. I don't want to work. I have to work.
1: Money, bills. I mean, yeah. yeah. I like
0: to buy things, and one day I want to <laughs> retire. The I work, so one day I don't have to work. <laughs> so, um, so I go through eight questions, and finally I get to, but I, I flub up a couple times, and I kind of hit one question. I had to straight up Google what they were asking me because I had no fucking clue.
1: Like they were like,
0: talk us through the uh, the uh, the life cycle of um, like um, a job fair. You know, talk us through the life cycle of the recruitment job fair process. And I was like, you just post that you have an open position and people apply. That's always been you know. So I had to Google like life cycle of a recruitment life cycle. Yeah, I'm being recorded, so the, the 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 camera was up like this. (laughs) <laughs> it was elevated and my phone was down here. <laughs> but when you talk, like when you're recording yourself, like I'm not talking, like I'm talking to you, so I'm looking at you. Like right. there's nobody on screen but yourself. So you can turn oh, yeah. that camera off or you can watch yourself, but there's nothing to look at. So I'm sitting here talking like this, you're like, you know, <laughs> you gotta, you know, looking all around the room. So like I had the- my phone down and I would just glance down and be like, so, you know, it's, it's about, you know, the, uh, you start with the process of what you need. And then I was just, bullshit. Just bullshit. And so the end... <laughs> this one made me laugh. So at the very end, it was like, why should we pick you uh, instead of everyone else? I I record one, the first one, and I botch it. And I was like, ah. So I go to the second one. And then the second one, I started off, I was just like... I was like, well... I'm not going to go through my resume again because you've already picked me. And then I get in my head. I was like, that was a cocky as shit thing to say. What are you doing? And I'm trying to talk my way out of it.
1: You've made your decision, son. And so,
0: yeah, like I record for like 48 seconds and then I just stop and I stare at the camera like this. <laughs> for two fucking minutes. For God, two minutes, I damn. just blanked, and I'm I'm in my head. I'm like going over what I'm gonna say because this is my second strike. You know, you only get one more. <laughs> so I'm using all the time, and I'm just staring dead eyed like a fucking serial killer into the camera, just staring at it. And like I let the time elapse, and then it comes up, and up at the top there's two buttons. It's like submit or retake, and I fucking hit submit.
1: <laughs> no fucking way. Oh, God, it
0: comes up. It says. Are you sure you want to submit this? And I was oh, like Oh, you
1: lucky oh. fuck.
0: I was so lucky, dude. <laughs> you
1: lucky motherfucker.
0: <laughs> but then how funny, imagine you're some corporate dude. You work for a manufacturing <laughs> company and there's this guy like muddling through, like he doesn't have the manufacturing background that you want, but he's He's got a ton of management experience and a lot of HR experience, so you're sitting there, you're giving it, and then he just shuts up and just stares Harris. at the camera. A soul-crushing, like, I will kill you if <laughs> I don't get this job stare. Oh, I, part of me wanted to send it in just to have the story, just to say that I sent it in like that. Like, that was my submission. Until, just, like,
1: just- <laughs> Just hope to have a follow-up on that. Oh yeah, I was the guy who received that. I thought I thought you were gonna be like right behind me as I turned around. Like that that dude, the recruiter was at his home. He would have watched it. Working from home, he like he just instantly got in paranoia. He would have just searched his house
0: for you. He's like, he's like stalking, yeah. me. he's gonna fucking murder me or something, huh? I don't feel safe anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm too afraid not to give him the job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what it would turn into what's once, once you just the think- Yeah. He would have a few hours to just sit with that. He's like, I-, I need to hire this person now.
0: Yeah, that would just for the story that I would have given somebody, oh, and man. then hopefully this podcast grows and somebody listens to it and they're like, "Oh my god, I kn- I know who that is. Like I've met the crazy <laughs> man." Like, but you don't. I wish I could have kept the video, dude. I would. I I should try to. Uh, I should try to remake it. Just we'll put it up on the website or something just for fun.
1: <laughs> And I was doing.
0: I was. I was wearing a long sleeve shirt, and I had my tie on, and I was wearing gym shorts as my bottoms, (laughs) as as everybody does these days. Oh yeah, but I was so hot. I was so hot that I was sitting on an like a frozen lunch ice pack. You know, one of
1: those.
0: (laughs) I mean, balls just resting on it. The only way I could keep from just sweating profusely. (laughs) Nice.
1: that's glorious.
0: Yeah. So
1: there's got to be a market for that now. Fucking just fucking ball coolers for work at home people.
0: Yeah. That would be <laughs> just like a. It kind of like lays over the top of your lap. It looks like pants, but it's mostly a skirt. That way, if you do get seen and you're just like, oh. So, but yeah, that was my. I'm waiting to hear back. And it sucks, too, because work has been going so bad for two weeks that this is the first decent week I've had in two or three weeks like i was to the point i was gonna i was gonna quit i was gonna go back to a store oh wow it's been bad and now my boss has been cool as shit has done nothing but help me out this week and help me do this that and the other oh wait is
1: it because they know that you you've no (laughs) that's what
0: makes it worse yeah she has no clue that's fucking great so i'm just like i'm sitting there talking on the phone and, and she's like oh you're doing such a great job you make my job so easy I don't know what I do, and I was just like, "How am I gonna tell you I'm leaving in two weeks?"
1: You're about to find out what you're gonna do.
0: (laughs) I'm. It'll be another month, I'm sure, before it'll be a week or two, and then they'll probably do in-person interviews or like a virtual. God, I hope it's it's not virtual. You know my goddamn. You know my. You know my luck with technology. (laughs) We're 30 minutes late recording this podcast because couldn't get my microphone to work.
1: Just be like, just look at him. Just email and be like, just fucking call me. Just just for the love yeah, of God, call me. Right. Keep me away from a computer for right now. <laughs> Unless you've got IT on the line to help me.
0: Uh, I, just, I just give them that death stare the whole time and just be fuming mad.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: that's the new method to get hired on. Any, any interview you go to,
1: whether it's recorded, virtual, or actually in person, God forbid, just death stare them just death yeah. stare then into submission and not only do you get the job you get an instant raise and you're probably getting some benefit packages or something yeah.
0: <laughs> like don't grimace at them, no but have a zero fucks care stare oh i like that it's like the goth uh, care bear stare, <laughs> zero, fucks <laughs> care stare. <laughs> zero fucks care stare zero fucks care stare so you're in I'll, you're in like a manufacturing field right yeah yeah i work in a plant um producing
1: plastic piping more or less mostly, mostly um i guess it, some some of the plants that work for my company um they do like um uh, sleeving for like network infrastructures and like um data lines and stuff like that and i think conduit piping as well um and also like water pipe for like sewage management stuff um predominantly my plant though we only do um plastic piping for um i think natural gas. If I'm in Kirkland, I remember correctly, I don't really want okay. to know, but the, the farther back end of my shit. Um, but yeah, mostly manufacturers.
0: <laughs> my first thought was like, oh shit, I'm going to get hired. I'm going to get Lewis on over here. <laughs> I'm going to go recruiting. I'm going to start just hiring friends and be like, yo, come work for me.
1: Hey, if you can match my job or my pay, I mean, uh, probably I'd be down for it. Shit. I'm about fed up with some of the new boys I work with because pretty much lately um, in the last several jobs I've worked at it turns out I'm a good trainer and it's Uh, I hate it I hate it because uh, you don't get paid extra for it there's never a training trainer position available that's not right (laughs) and most of the companies I have oh well I mean we don't get enough people for you to you know actually have that full time position I'm like, oh cool, that's that's a good way. This is more bullshit how not to pay people what they're worth or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah, anything they can get for free.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like um I stopped because I speak I speak a little bit of Spanish. I speak more Spanish than I let on. Um and this stemmed from um more more like hardcore factory work that I did where it was it was a lot of uh I'm not gonna say illegals, but uh immigrants and stuff like that, um and a lot of right. more Spanish speaking. Um they a lot of the foreman's were normally always white um and they'd be like hey can you tell them something for me i'm like no i was like i don't speak <laughs> spanish because i knew like if i let on that i that i spoke enough spanish to actually translate i'd be the translator no 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 unless they're gonna pay me extra for translating mm. and at the same time it was more of a hassle because i spoke enough to understand um, but when it comes to like different dialects and stuff, it was I had to stop and actually struggle a little bit to understand what it was, and then properly, you know, translate everything. I'm like, yeah, that's too much of a hassle. I I don't care to deal with. So yeah, for the longest right. time, like anytime someone says, "So you speak Spanish?" I'm like, eh, a little bit. Well, can you tell me something? No, Mm-mm, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell a story. This oh. is right in line with what we're talking about. I'm gonna text you the name because I don't. For her sake, I don't want to say it.
1: <laughs> Use a, a, a pseudonym. or a, What would it be pseudonym? I don't, I don't know the words. I don't, I'm not very smart.
0: Yeah, pseudonym works. <laughs> oh,
1: yes.
0: You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try not to incriminate myself. So, <laughs> I'm working at a store. And one of my buddies, we've been friends for years. I always made fun of him for hiring unattractive women. And I was like, dude, please hire some attractive girls. Like, you're just hiring cashiers. Why are you hiring 50-year-old women? Like, let's hire some high school girls. Come on. You know, just good nature ribbing. Happily married, you know, not do it, you know. But, and in the ta- like, I came from a store that had, there was some good eye candy around this store was lacking in this in this town. Oh, yeah. So I come into work one day, and my buddy, he's all puffed up. He goes, hey, Jelly, <laughs> I did it. And I was like, what? You know, and it's, it's, it's 8 o'clock at night. I'm coming in to work my overnight shift. I'm hungover. And I was just like, you did what? And he was sitting there. He goes, I hired a good one. And I was like, oh, good for you. Okay. So like three days go by, and then he goes, she's here, she's here. He's like go look at register 7. So I go out and I look at <laughs> register 7. And I was like congratulations. I mean, you've you finally hit one. You're like one for a thousand. Good job. So <laughs> um She uh, she's she's like her name is very ethnic.
1: Mm. Yes, so, yes. I I still to this day have trouble with it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> We say it, we don't say it for two reasons, and she's going to listen to this and know we're talking about her, and she's going to light me up like a Christmas tree. Um, worth it. So, one day I was with the loss prevention guy, and he goes, Hey, I need your help. I've got a husband, a wife, and a kid, and the wife is stealing um popcorn chicken. (laughs) He goes, Should I stop her? And I was like, Fuck yeah, stop her. So she does, she eats the popcorn chicken, she puts it on the shelf,
1: Oh! I wait for him to
0: leave, I circle, I circle through the back of the aisle and I pick up the popcorn chicken and he goes and he makes the, he, uh, makes the apprehension. Right. So the dad, he starts going off and he's speaking Spanish and no habla, so... (laughs) So he like flashes the badge and the guy backs up. He takes the kid and backs up and she's sitting there just going off and we get her to the office and he looks at me and I look at him and I'm just like, no, I don't know. Like we, we clearly messed up. I just want to do the shame, <laughs> shame, the finger, you know, the finger rub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the but shame, she knows, shame and tell her to go. Idea. Yeah. Just be like $2. Cause that's what popcorn chicken costs.
1: But so, loss prevention, he, he, he's got to put that authority to work, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, so he calls the police. He goes, I have a Spanish-speaking woman here. I, we can't communicate with her. She got caught stealing. He looks at me, and he goes, go see if anybody in the store speaks Spanish. And I go, and this cashier is the only person I can see that would even potentially... Potentially <laughs> speak Spanish. <laughs> so I walk up and all of my HR training is screaming in the back like, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Because, And at this point, I've never spoken to her. So she this is going to be your first shift.
1: interaction.
0: Yes, she is day oh. shift. I am night shift. Typically, they don't interact that much. So I go up. And I go behind her and I was like hey, I'm really sorry, but there's a situation. We caught a shoplifter, and she doesn't speak English. Is there any way that you know another language besides English? (laughs) And she goes, (laughs) she looks at me and goes, no. And I was like, I am so sorry, but I've got a situation. Like, this chick is flipping out because she's screaming in Spanish at us. Oh, God.
1: So we finally, It is
0: scary when that happens. <laughs> so we finally... They were like, well, these two guys are from Texas. They might know. So I go to one. I go, do you know how to speak Spanish? And he was like, no. So I go to another one. And this guy's a homosexual. And I go, can you speak Spanish? He goes, I only know how to hit on men in Spanish. And I went, close enough... And I bring him in here, and I explain it to her. (laughs) So I come back, and the LP guy has his phone out, and he's trying to type into Google Translate (laughs) what she did. Damn. So the cops show up. She, like, gets up and makes a move towards him. He grabs her. Nobody saw she was wearing a wrist brace. He grabs her wrist and yanks it up. She hits the ground, screaming. Oh, shit. And so then the dad comes over, and the cop pulls his gun out, because the dad looks like he's about to grab the cop. And I'm just like, this is $2 popcorn chicken. It's not worth it. Oh, so Damn. finally, I was just like, calm down. I said, this, "This, hold on. And he goes, what'd she do? I said, she stole his chicken. And I was like, I regret, regret stopping her. <laughs> And he looks her dead in the face and he went, Polo no bueno. (laughs) That's all he can say? Polo no bueno. I lost it. I spit and I had to turn around. (laughs) And I was like, that's the best you could do? And he's like, I only know how to flirt with dudes. And I was just like, oh my God.
1: God. That, I want that on a shirt. (laughs) <laughs> i don't want that on a shirt oh my god it's amazing not even spelled properly not even pollo. polo polo no bueno <laughs> it's officially how i want it on the shirt
0: oh yeah so if if you were involved in this story i really i really did hate i hated having to go up and the first thing i say to her is do you speak spanish like I stereotype her pretty much. I know. (laughs) You look non-white.
1: You do you speak you speak another language, I'm sure.
0: I she could have had my badge right then. I mean that's all she had to do. She could have just straight up had my badge.
1: It's like so Mark, why why did you leave your last job?
0: Um (laughs) Polo no bueno. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's
1: amazing. God damn it, that is amazing. All right. (laughs) Speaking of that store, I was was reminded of uh, a temporary assistant manager we had. And I don't remember if this was... I don't remember what was going on. I just remember because I worked third shift the whole time I was was there. And we had an assistant manager come in from, I, I think... it it might have been like somewhere in the district she was normally a manager of um i could not stand her um up front she would she had this like facade of just being all about the company and doing everything to improve the company this and that being our best and yada yada (laughs) and uh, you might remember it ended up turning out from my understanding like she was caught like she at the end of the day she would just take a bunch of shit in a shopping cart to her car. I know. I know
0: who you're talking about, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would take all all this shit, just I'd walk it out the store, not even trying to hide it, just in a shopping cart, load it into her vehicle, and then go to other stores in the area and just return them and get the money back. Yep. So, just to confirm, that was actually that actually happened, right? Yes. Because like I said, I only heard it from the rumor mill. And when I heard it, though, uh, I it was... I don't know if that just makes me petty, but I was relieved. I was so happy about it, because... I knew I knew it. Just the the front that she had up the whole time being all about the company. I'm like, nah, there's something something shady about you. Some there's yeah. some bullshit here that I don't I don't like. And oh uh, when I found when I heard about that, it just felt so good. I'm like, fuck
0: her. I think she returned something that she took from her store to her store. Oh, to her actual store? She took a stereo out of her store and then returned it. To the store that she worked in by mistake, but they were watching her and they had her dead to rights. Oh, so that's how they caught her. <clears throat> okay. That's, goddamn, that's hilarious. Yeah. Cause you think, like, you would think, like, these big companies, they do, you know, hundreds of returns a day. Like, what are the odds that you're gonna get caught returning one item? You know?
1: Yeah yeah if it's just one item, you had to have been how would they even catch it if it was just one item? i c- I could see that being a difficulty unless they were specifically looking for it, that's the only way that I can see them catching you if it's just with it one just, item that like, you with
0: on it here's how here's how this goes down. You have a service desk person, and their job sucks <laughs> like all they do <laughs> they get they get yelled at all day every day. And that people try to return broken like shit all the time. That like old stuff that just quit working, and then try to return it like vacuum cleaners and stuff. Oh yeah,
1: it's like clearly old as fucking has been used. So yeah, for forever.
0: Yeah. So these return counter workers, they all it takes is for you to return two things, and they just you get a knack for it. You really do. You're just like, this, this seems weird, right? Like, what are the odds that these two big-ticket items would be returned without a receipt? Because they keep track of your, uh, like, they run your license, or they're supposed to. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I didn't know if it was just off a phone number. I
1: forgot they'd, because I have had to return or exchange one or two things, and I forgot they'd pull your license for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense how they track it.
0: So, typically what happens is somebody keeps a balance of, like, one or two things, and they never reach that third one where they have to get a manager's approval. Uh-huh. But all it takes is, like, it, it, it just takes that one person, just, like, I've got a, I've got another, uh, I got a return story for another day. Um, or, hell, we're talking about it now. Just, we're talking
1: about it now. I mean, if it's relevant,
0: um, fuck it, yeah. I forget his name. Uh, everybody called him Kramer. You know who I'm talking about.
1: Oh. Yeah, I I don't think I ever knew his actual name. Then again, I'm terrible with names and faces. But yeah, I know who
0: you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one day, I get called up front, and they're like, no, I didn't get called up front. I was walking by the front, and they go, hey, do you care to run these uh, damages over to the service desk? And this was overnight. And I was like, I don't care. And I grab it, and I just happened to see there was a Barbie doll. And its head was popped off. And it just, it struck me as weird. I was like, this this head, and it's just a random thing. Like, I'm walking to the service desk looking at this Barbie, and I was like, this head doesn't go with this body. So I go back to the register, and I go, who returned the Barbie with the head? And they were like, oh, it's this guy. And he just happened to work there. I was like, this doesn't set right with me. So I go to Toys, and I comb through the Barbies and find the body, and sure enough, wrong head. In my mind, I immediately go to this fantastical place of like, what does he do? Because this, this, this was not a popular guy. This guy did not nope. know the touch of a woman <laughs> or a man. Um. So I just imagined him setting in his and but then I I go to the 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 I said who returned it and they said this guy does and he goes he's always in here returning weird stuff and I was like what do you mean and they're like well he's always returning like weird toys and I was like well I know he collects like certain popular sci fi stuff so I was like I don't know I said I'm I'm not worried about it it it's just weird and so then I imagined him setting at home with all these headless Barbies like in the floor. <laughs> like screaming at them while he was masturbating, like, don't look at me! And i I, that's the only thing I could get in my head. So I leave. I, I tell the asset protection in the morning, I said, hey, I said, here's this doll that was returned. He had a receipt. This isn't the doll's head. I don't know why he would do this. I don't know to what end why he would buy two barbies and take both their heads off and return one body and one head and keep another head and another body i was like just so i said if he's doing something this weird he's probably stealing just in my it's been my experience so i tell him i was like i think he's popping the heads off these dolls and switching body parts and so i end up leaving this was like a month before i left so i left and I get a call from that asset protection guy like two weeks after I left, and they were like, dude, you're right. We fired Kramer for fraudulent returns. So so just as easy as that happened, like it was just a freak thing. I just saw had, had that cashier went to the service desk and put it, nobody would have ever said n- nothing would have happened. It was just right. me being weird and just that one thing. Because you see enough stuff over the course of 15 years when something's not right, like,
1: yeah. just You develop instincts for something like that. Yeah. that yeah, and like one that time anything. I
0: got called in the AP office and they go, what's wrong with this? And I look at it and it was like wood finish, like a varnish. I was like, this is from 1976 and it's oh. solidified and it's separated. This is horse shit. Who the fuck returned this? And they were like, this is an overnight worker. And I was like, nah, he knows better than that coach's ass. That's it funny. turned a, it turned out to be uh, our mutual enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still alive; otherwise, I'd call him the late. But it was him. Dude. Yes,
1: yes. I, he works at another store, and he apparently at one point he was employee of the month at that store. And I couldn't fucking believe it when I walked in, I saw his fucking picture on a fucking thing of employee of the month. Oh. i was like, I stopped, looked at, I was like, get the fuck out of here.
0: So he did go back. He, he quit to go work at City Hall. He quit because of me. But that's another story for another day. We, we, need, to, we need to chronicle your, your trials and tribulations uh, for your limited tenure. Very that limited I'm, tenure. That, that, brought, that nearly brought you and me down. <laughs> and all I was trying to do was get my job done.
1: I, I still to this day love telling the fact that you're the reason I got fired. That's my (laughs) (laughs) T. Oh shit! Oh oh! Before I forget though, the follow-up to Kramer. When I worked at the comic book shop, um, he was a freaking customer. So what he would do, he would take these doll parts, um, not just dolls, but other like action figures and stuff like that, and he would make custom dolls, like either to make it look look more like a certain character, or like he would take accessories from other figures and pair them with different ones to like, I don't know it, it, it. air quotation is so like an artistic thing but right. yeah no it was always weird he was always returning and trading stuff in um everywhere everywhere he would like see see a certain figure he'd be like oh i can probably turn into this or turn into that
0: um it would never turn out good yeah in 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 the collector community like these fan made like you make something that's not made yet you know yeah pretty much but it's typically, like, a non-popular person and a popular thing. Like, Star Wars, and you've got, like, I don't know, the devil guy from the cantina scene, you know, that's in <laughs> the, that's in, in there for, like, three frames. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But such a memorable, just such a memorable person. But they don't, th- of course, that character they made a figure of, but I'm neither here here. yeah, any. yeah.
1: An instance where there's not enough of, of a line for certain figures made, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. Which some of those pieces turn out really good, but no, in this instance, it was just weird stuff. Uh, Definitely, yeah. I too can imagine him just angry
0: circle jerking around some fucking headless dolls. Yeah. Again, if if the if the if the employees would have just come forward and been like, Mark's talking about this customer just off in front of headless barbies like they, they could have had my bad <laughs> luckily the the employees liked me more than the managers yes well once once that one girl left I was pretty well liked by everybody wait was that one from the I was there with yeah I, don't remember. I don't remember the younger I'll text you her name you'll know <laughs> who it is oh I've prepared something for today's episode. Okay. Typically, so if you're new to this show, we like to tell. Uh, clearly, we just told stories, um, but we want to really make fun of the customer. Um, um, yeah, and we're okay, we're pro okay. we're pro worker, you know. Yes. So there's a saying that it it's in the retail world. It it's the most prevalent saying that there is it's more commonplace than do unto others or you know do unto others as you want to be done unto (laughs) you know treat others that's good phrasing treat others how you want to be treated so you you've we've all heard it everybody listening to this has heard it the customer is always right right hate that saying so do I. So I decided to do a little digging. I, f- Not that I found. I didn't discover it. I just Googled the f- saying, the customer is always right. Who right. came up with the saying? And the best part about living nowadays is if you have a question, somebody else has probably had that question, and they've done research on it. So it's, it's really great. So the customer is always right came out in 1904 by a British man By the name of Harry Gordon Selfridge. You spit when you hear his name. (laughs) 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 He was the first person to coin this saying. He owned... He was the owner and founder of Selfridge Department Stores in England. And before this saying, the... The common thought was the buyer beware. Buyer beware. Yeah, so... Before this guy came up with Customers Always Right, like, if you bought something and it didn't work, that's on you. Yeah. Like, there really wasn't, like, you could do an... There was a a mild return policy, but it was mostly, like, guilty until proven innocent. (laughs) Which, if you read the back of the boxes, it says if there's a problem with this, don't return it to the store, please contact the company. Yeah. And occasionally the company will say, just return it to the store, but... That's because they don't want to lose money, but it should, in my opinion, it should all go through them. So this guy came up with it in 1904, but here's the part they don't tell you. In 1914, a Harvard business study analyzed that saying, and they said that this saying not only is inaccurate, but if you followed this saying, it would be a detriment to your business. So I want to equip people with this information. So next time you're in a store and they say, Well, don't you know the customer's always right? You can say in nineteen fourteen that was disproven. By and a scientific
1: study, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look By at- the Harvard business. They they study they found out that if you blindly follow the customer and what they say, you will go broke.
1: And that's believable cuz a lot of customers are fucking stupid.
0: Yes, because <laughs> they they're stupid. Not all customers are bad. Most of them are. The ones that you remember are shitty. Yes. It takes five compliments or it takes one argumentative customer to ruin five good customers in your brain.
1: At least. Yeah, if not more. So,
0: yeah. So I I want you to say this, this theory was disproven in 1914. And the man, Harry Gordon Selfridge, that came up with this saying, and he had his, he had his little cronies, he had some American cronies that, that really liked this saying, but they didn't like it as much as Harry Gordon Selfridge did. Because Harry Gordon Selfridge died completely broke. The customer is always right. Put him in his grave having no money.
1: Does it make you have a bad to. person to that? I'm happy to hear that. No.
0: I, I looked in. I wanted to know. I hoped he suffered when he died. And you know what? He did.
1: Those are, I want to say those, those were his final words as well. Maybe they're even etched on his tombstone.
0: Oh, that would have been good to look at. I'll have to do a, I'll have to do a follow-up.
1: <laughs> if if he could even afford a tombstone but all he got was just a pine box in the middle of nowhere that's
0: a good point yeah he he was probably buried in a pauper's grave in england like <laughs> he probably doesn't have a tombstone that's an excellent point oh, man. he had some united states cronies um john watermaker in philly still a department store are what well, we've talked about if you uh if you follow It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, when Matt gets fat, he says he wants to go down to John Wanamaker's and get some Tommy Bahama t-shirts. So, John Wanamaker's was the first department store in Philly. It is still around. And his family is very, very rich. And Marshall Field of Chicago, who was the owner of Marshall Fields & Co., uh, he, he also died. His family is very, very rich. Jesus. So, it was disproven in 1914. And... If the customer still refuses to buy this, okay, so if the customer still insists that the customer is always right, and you can say, well, you know that saying was invented, or is the saying invented? I've been struggling with this. I've wrote notes, and I just keep saying the saying was invented. I mean, I guess you can use terminology. It was coined. That saying was
1: coined. nice. In 19, was it, 1904? 1904. Okay, but then it was scientifically disproven in 19, what, 17? 14. 10 years later. 14. Okay, yep. a decade of bullshit before someone's yep. finally like,
0: nah, this is done. But just a decade of years of people later, going broke and going, I don't understand. Harry Gordon Selfridge said, The customer's always right. If I take care of the customers, they're going to take care of me. They're like, No, if you take care of the customers, they're going to take more and they will continue to take more until you have nothing left to give. And then they will go somewhere else and continue to take. Yes. To really. Dig in. Here are scientific beliefs that they believed in 1904. This episode has been brought to you by Selfridge Department Stores. Do you find yourself constantly at big box retailers arguing that the product you bought is incorrect? Well, here at Selfridge Department Stores, we will take anything back. If you buy a box of Cheerios, you can return a box of Kicks. If you buy a computer and you drop it in a campfire, feel free to return it at Selfridge Department Stores. That's Selfridge Department Stores. De facto since 1914. Dude, McDonald's was advertising 14-year-olds. What? Yeah, they were advertising you can go work at McDonald's if you're 14. That's weird. Yeah. That's straight up weird. It's. It's. We are in a a, a a different time. We are. We are currently living in a time that will be looked on in history, and it'll be either seen as completely crazy, or we changed the way for forever.
1: <laughs> I still. I still never forget like when fucking COVID and all this shit was just starting up. I'm like, it ain't shit. It's
0: whatever. Fuck. Was I wrong about all that? Yeah. Well, remember when Ebola hit the United States like five, four or five years ago? Yeah, kind of. I thought it was going to break off then. Like, I stocked up on guns and ammo and like, dude, I went crazy. (laughs) So I was prepared when COVID hit. I was like, this could be something. But I already had enough guns and ammo, so I was good. There you go. I just went to the store and stocked up on non-perishables i just i had a feeling so did my wife she she had the, she was like do you think and i was like if it's that communicable yeah dude was
1: uh there's that fucking matt damon movie uh contagion have you seen that
0: yes that's all i could think about yeah it was good i actually I mean, didn't watch it until just recently and i uh, oh, missed dude. out on that one yeah it was amazing I saw it before there was a pandemic and it made me go super clean for a long time. Like (laughs) how it, how in that movie it tracks, like a guy coughs on his hand and then touches the subway car door. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it stays on there. And then a lady like touches it and then like rubs her face. Man, that shit stuck with me.
1: (laughs) It's just one of those things. Like if you let, if you think about it too much, it's going to fucking ruin you fucking ruin you.
0: It is funny that the, 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 um, women learned how disgusting men were when they got up in arms about having to wash their hands after using the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I don't fall in the category. I wash my hands every goddamn time. <laughs> Although, from working maintenance,
0: Jesus Christ, do women's bathrooms. They are fucking terrible. Yeah, dude. Fucking terrible. At my store. When COVID happened, we, we had a men and women's bathroom, and so we made it unisex and employees. Okay. And I took the men's bathroom for employees, and the women in my store were mad, dude. They were like, ah, this is, your bathroom's disgusting. I said, have you been in the men's bathroom? And they were like, no. I said, I guarantee you, I would go gladly eat a meal in that man's bathroom before <laughs> I would take a drink into the woman's bathroom. And I'm not talking about doing any crazy shit like eating off the floor. Yeah. I'm yeah. Talking about just walking in there with food. Yeah. And okay. then when we quit doing it, I my store never changed. We all we had a separate bathroom. I made customers go in there and waller in their own filth. Yes. <laughs> it's fair. I had it's one tell they me deserve. they were like, somebody pooped on the side of the toilet and I was like, which back which restroom? And they were like, customer. I was like, eh, we clean those at the end of the night.
1: fucking deal with it that's great you people did it
0: I didn't do it (laughs) but yeah the whores even when I was in maintenance the whores at the in the female bathroom were just yeah they scar you (laughs) I nearly went gay (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 I can see that
1: yeah So,
0: all right, let's get this wrapped up. So this is what the public believed to be true in 1904. And I'm not talking about like a small tinfoil hat wearing sect of the population. I'm talking about scientists, the stuff that they taught in schools they believe to be true. So the same year that the customer is always right, this is more ammo for your gun. In 1904, they believed in spontaneous generation. So, for lack of a better word, a primordial ooze could spontaneously form into a sentient being. Okay. Like, a single molecule could form into a slime, and then that slime could form into a fish. Okay. Like, instantly. Immediately. We know that to not be true. They thought that the mother's thoughts, if the if the mother had impure thoughts and was a bad person, that their child will be, would be born with birth defects.
1: <laughs> I remember in middle school, I fucking, I would hear this, like, kind of, and now, looking back on it, it's, it feels so brainwashing, but it's like, if you think bad thoughts, you'll be ugly. And, like, <laughs> growing up, especially because some of the, like, the chicks that initially, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, this and that, yada, yada. They grew up to be, like, not, nowhere, terrible, terrible people, but they were so
0: hot. <laughs> yeah. It's just such bullshit. So that that was a maternal impression was what that was called. Um, Then the next one is telegony, The theory that an offspring can have traits of the mother's former partners former partners sexual partners
1: no yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah i just i was just trying to wrap my brain around the yeah. concept so, of good god
0: imagine if that was actually true i know <laughs> if you're not following if the if the mother had intercourse with a black curly-haired male and she's blonde-headed and the and her current husband who would be the father was blonde headed. They thought that she could give birth to a black curly haired male because she had sex with a black curly haired male.
1: Now, does that that well I'm curious, does that stem from like cheaters trying not to get caught cheating? Like, oh no, this this must have happened, or this must have happened.
0: I think it more stems from the um the Christian hold in our in our country that it wants like you shouldn't be sexually promiscuous because if you have sex with an idiot in high school, just have sex. Then when you want to get married and you're going to have adult for a son, um, and your husband's not going to love you because you had a stupid baby and it's all your fault. (laughs) Yeah. I can definitely believe that. Uh, see that being the belief. And this was a, a, a working scientific theory, scientific racism, that certain races were better than others. (laughs) So we could use association. So if you think that the customer is always right is correct, you believe that white people are better than any other race and you're a racist. (laughs) Is it bad that I could see,
1: I could see people that use the customer is always right as a legit, like they truly believe
0: it are also racist. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. (laughs) This one I just put on here. I'm not trying to start anything, but uh, flat Earth was 1904, I believe.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: <clears throat>
1: like commit. So I had a coworker, still, still in factory work, but he truly believed that um, we were just like a. He believed in flat Earth theory. He didn't believe he did, he didn't even believe in gravity. Like he just thought it was a. This was his excuse. <laughs> He's like. Cause just things are denser than the air. So that's why they fall. Uh, never have I come so close to legitimately stabbing somebody. <laughs> than this person that was a foot, two feet in front of me, just dead eye looking at me and be like, you yeah, know, gravity doesn't exist.
0: I don't I could... care. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always, who would benefit from cr- saying that gravity was a thing? Like it, you know what I'm saying? Like, if the Earth was flat, who would benefit from telling us that it's round? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point? Like, if 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 this were an active, somebody would be having to be making money off of something. Yeah. You know to say. Yeah. So I just I don't care. Like if if it's round, it's round. If it's flat, it's flat. I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> if gravity is real because the Earth spins, then great. It's real because the Earth spins. <laughs> the that uh, in 1904 they believed that California was an island. <laughs> <laughs> California, an island. <laughs> I read three pages and I still don't understand how they thought California was an island. Uh, yeah, I mean, how? Wow, like, I get that California is going to break off and um, and fall into the ocean. Like, I get that.
1: But it already being an island when it's so clearly yeah. attached. Right. Yeah, they were like, no,
0: it's separate. I was like, clearly you people are on the East Coast. Like, you have to be. They believed in global cooling. They believed that we were headed into an, an ice age. An ice age. Nope. Went the other way, apparently. This is my favorite. And we're going to we'll wrap up after this because <laughs> we've got... well, It's time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> So in 1904, and use this when be like, haven't you heard the customer's always right? And you can say, haven't you heard that was disproven in 1914 by Harvard Business School? And they say, no. Be like, well, do you know the science, what they believed in 1904? And they'll say, no. All these things you could argue like spontaneous generation and scientific racism. They'll be like, it's totally true. But this. This is this is the ace. This is the trump card. This is the pog (laughs) three pound slammer man just (laughs) and gets it done every time. Tooth worms. Tooth worms. That just sounds so uncomfortable. They believed in 1904 that you had worms in your mouth that caused tooth decay that caused mouth pain. And that caused gum disease. Little worms that would live in and around your teeth oh. and cause you dental pain. Oh, God. I'm- Not the <laughs> fact that you should brush your teeth. No, no. Those damn dental worms. Those damn dental worms. Good. Yeah, dude. When Good. I read dental worms, I about fell in my, out of my seat.
1: <laughs> That is that is a nightmare right there. That is that is a bad dream. That
0: might be my next script: dental worms. <laughs> dental worms. Just a bunch of people locked in a like in. Oh yeah, like during COVID, they're all locked at home, and they just they're obsessed with dental worms. Like one by
1: one, they slowly believe or actually are infected with dental worms. Yeah. No one believes them though because they can't see it, and then slowly the other ones get infected
0: yeah God. just like they're they're trying like dentists don't do virtual visits, so they're just like, i've I know I've got the <laughs> dental worms, and they're just cutting at their gums
1: uh, uh, <laughs> uh. uh any for me, any pain like necking up, I am just such a child about it. that cannot stand it, let alone dental, that's a whole other level for me. I do not like any kind of
0: yeah most people, um yeah, I just heard a statistic like sixty percent. Of the people in like South America that kill themselves is due to tooth pain. Good God! Yeah,
1: I mean, I could, I could believe it if you, are if you don't have access to proper, like, I guess, dental hygiene, and yeah, you come across those problems. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to deal with that pain for an extended period of time. Yeah, I would probably kill myself too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, or you could just like become a dentist. <laughs> I mean, move to South America and start doing dental work for like the World Health Organization or Doctors Without Borders. I could stomach putting my hands in people's mouths, especially if they're like fucking
1: look like they had dental worms.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, those people don't go to the dentist. Yeah, that's right. Well, if they ever did. (laughs) (laughs) No. You would think at some point the nerve would just die. Wouldn't you? You would wish, for sure. Because I've seen teeth in the town that we worked in. I saw teeth that you couldn't think that they could chew. Yeah, no. Yeah. When when yeah. the teeth turn black and silver, like little nubules of tooth that have just been ground down and they're like, yeah. they're legit silver and not like a silver cap. Like I'm talking like a centimeter to two centimeter size tooth, just black. Like that has to hurt. Yeah. Oh, God. I gotta go brush my teeth. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been fun. Um, if you liked what you heard, you know, give us a follow. Hit us. Give us a review. You know, all the stuff that you already know how to do. Just please take the time to do it. Hit us up on the socials. We are at WorkHerePod on Twitter and WorkHerePod on Instagram. If you have a story that you would like to submit and rival our great story of Pollo No Bueno, um, Polo, Polo no bueno. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't want to offend. I didn't want to offend. Hit us up at stories at workhearpod.com. Um, or if you want to get a hold of me and talk about being a guest or send me a cease and desist, it's mark at com. Let's head down to John Wanamaker's and get us some Tommy Bahama t shirts. Tommy Bahama t shirts. Sounds good. Do you have anything before to get out on? Uh oh
1: um check out the Reddit, um or the subreddit. Um that also be a place for you guys to submit stories as well um that we can use on here. Uh just let us know again if you want us to include your name or your username or whatever. Um yeah. that'll definitely and this is, keep an eye out This for. is
0: more than just this. we want this to be a community. So you know, this was this was a fun this was a fun loving episode. But I, you know, I I think the next episode we might do might be a little bit harder. Um, there's a strike going on. Did you know that mm. Nabisco worker strike? So, no, I didn't yeah. know about that. Uh, yeah, that's I didn't either, and it floored me. Um, I've reached out to some of the Nabisco workers on strike. I told them to come on here and we could give them a platform so that they could speak. But we want a community. We want to support everybody, and ultimately, we want the stores to be a better and safer place to work for everybody. You know? Yes. Yeah. Not everybody is built to be a district manager or a CEO. That's just the way life is, you know? So yeah. we appreciate the workers. Yes, for sure. And like like I was uh, going to add, um,
1: that's a lot of responsibility, like stepping up to like management and, and all that shit like that. That's a lot of headache. And, yeah, responsibility. So I I definitely see people that just prefer not to go. Like, I'm kind of sort of one of those people. Yet somehow I found myself in a couple of management positions by accident or training positions. I'm like, I don't want this responsibility. What the fuck? I just happen to be good at it.
0: I thought I did. And then after five years, I didn't want to be there anymore. But I I didn't know how to live on less money. Like, I mean, that's just straight up what it (laughs) boiled down to. So I was like, I don't know. So ideally, I'd like to get, like... Our own separate like mental health fund or something going, or like work with like a uh, talk space or something and get a discount for people. Cause I have you tried to use like, does your work have like, uh, employee, like employee in need anything? Um, I
1: think they do something like, um, if you need to speak to a therapist, like they cover like a session or two or something like yeah. that. I believe, yeah. Which I mean, in my, in my opinion, that is definitely something most more places should be able to offer.
0: Yeah, For but sure. have you ever tried to do it? Mm-mm. No, never. I have. And you don't trust that shit. I didn't. A- yeah. They were like, oh, what's your name? Put in my name. What's your email? Put in my email. What's your employee ID number? Why do you want that? Oh, yeah. No, that's. Yeah. I, I was just like, then they started getting, uh, what state do you live in? Like, I would have given him the state, but I'm not giving my employee ID number. Like, yeah, if you, no. eh, I, I didn't trust it. Like, I want a place to go where, because I'm just too paranoid. I was afraid, like, this therapist would call my, you know, call the, the HR person and be like, this guy needs to go. How comfortable yeah, can you feel confessing your deepest, darkest feelings and your thoughts? And, like, if you do horrible shit at work, like, if you just can't stop <laughs> masturbating into the mashed potatoes, you're not going to tell the company therapist about it so i want you to come to do your work here and and at least have some at least get it off your chest you know yes if and you definitely. feel like you're suffering from dental worms you need to talk to somebody because that shit's not safe
1: <laughs> and definitely if you're uh masturbating to the mashed potatoes that definitely yeah you talk to somebody about that and tell me where <laughs> you
0: work so i don't go there that too yes <laughs> <laughs> all right well In the words of Nathan, polo no bueno.